From the Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen Center for Media Evangelization in Ewing, New Jersey, welcome to Come to Me with Jim Manfredonia. Stay tuned for an hour of talk, reflections, and meditations on topics that are important to today's Catholics. And now, here's your host, Jim Manfredonia. And a very good day to you, my friends. Welcome once again to Come to Me. My name is Jim Manfredonia, and as always, it is a great joy to be here with you as we are so blessed to be able to gather here on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays live at 4 p.m. here on our domestic church media radio stations and all of our media platforms uh, that we come to you uh, on in, uh, uh, this July 28th. And it's hot out there, so I hope you're staying cool. We've had quite a stretch, haven't we, of this heat? My goodness, and uh, the humidity. Um, I always say it that way I, I, because many, many, many years ago, a dear friend of mine uh, who has since passed away, God rest her soul, Mary Alice, she was working for the VISTA program. Remember that back in the late 70s? It was a, a, a um, government program. Uh, I think I think President Carter began it. But anyway, she was involved in that, and she was stationed in Georgia teaching in a, uh, a rural school down in Valdosta. Georgia. And um, I'll tell you what, you think it's hot now here uh, today? Be in southern Georgia in the middle of July. And, uh, and but there was a, a neighbor friend of hers who had always said that it's not the heat, it's the humidity. So it's not the heat, it's the humidity. Anyway, let's see. Today, Tuesday, uh, end of July. My goodness. And uh, I think everybody's starting. And then the heat's not helping. <laughs> <laughs> He's not helping matters. Everybody's just kind of, uh, you know, just <laughs> steam coming out of their ears. I was uh, a little earlier today watching a little bit of that um, that hearing they're having down in Washington with Attorney General Barr. Oh, I, I don't know. We, you know, and we're going to pray this prayer. But I got to tell you, uh, you know, we've been praying now for a little over a week this beautiful prayer for the United States of America. And we're offering it to you for free, uh, multiple copies if you want. And uh, my uh, sister Janet was here with her granddaughter today, Elizabeth, and uh, they stuffed a lot of envelopes. So uh, they're all going out. And I was so happy, you know, as I look on our little credenza here with a stack of envelopes <laughs> filled with these prayers. I'm thinking, okay, this is good. This is a good start. We got to get these prayers out to as many people as possible, as many people praying as possible for our country. Our country is in a very, very serious situation for so many reasons. Uh, the pandemic is one, of course. The 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 social unrest, the the rioting, uh, the anger. People are just mad. I think even drivers drivers seem to be like uh, very aggressive lately maybe the masks uh, you know some of them who drive with the masks on maybe they don't like that they shouldn't don't have to drive with their masks on by the way um anyway just <laughs> we need we need prayer we need peace and we need the calming effects uh, that only our lord can bring and only the peace that he can bring he told us that so let's pray this prayer for our country, and as I said, you know, we're offering it to you for free, and when we're through praying, I'll tell you how you can get copy or copies, because we want to get them out to you. Uh, but we're praying this prayer. It's a prayer that was prayed at the um, uh, 
dedication slash consecration of the Basilica of the Immaculate Conception down in Washington, our national basilica, Catholic basilica. And you know, our Blessed Mother is the patroness of our country under the title of the Immaculate Conception. And so at the dedication and consecration of the National Basilica of the Immaculate Conception in Washington, D.C. in 1959, this prayer was prayed. And so um, our dear friend Emily uh, put together this lovely four-by-six postcard uh, size um, prayer uh, card that we can send to you. And we'll pray this prayer now and our other prayers, and then I'll tell you how you can get free copies of this. So let's begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Most Holy Trinity, our Father in heaven, who chose Mary as the fairest of your daughters, Holy Spirit, who chose Mary as your spouse, God the Son, who chose Mary as your mother, in union with Mary, we adore your majesty and acknowledge your supreme eternal dominion and authority. Most Holy Trinity, we put the United States of America into the hands of Mary Immaculate in order that she may present the country to you. Through her, we wish to thank you for the great resources of this land and for the freedom which has been its heritage. Through the intercession of Mary, have mercy on the Catholic Church in America. Grant us peace. Have mercy on our president and on all the officers of our government. Grant us a fruitful economy born of justice and charity. Have mercy on capital and industry and labor. Protect the family life of this nation. Guard the precious gift of many religious vocations. Through the intercession of our mother, have mercy on the sick, the tempted, sinners, on all who are in need. Mary Immaculate, our mother, patroness of our land, we praise you and honor you and give ourselves to you. Protect us from every harm. Pray for us that acting always according to your will and the will of your divine Son, we may live and die pleasing to God. Amen. And we pray our prayers that Holy Father asked us to pray two years ago. Every day he asks us to pray these prayers every day to protect the church from the attacks of the devil. And I think we also need to now include as uh, an additional intention there is to ask our, our Lord uh, through the intercession of our Blessed Mother, of course, through the protection of St. Michael, to protect our nation from the attacks of the devil as well. And so we pray, St. Michael the Archangel, to defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. We fly to thy protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our petitions and our necessities. But deliver us always from all dangers, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. And we pray, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we love you. Pray for us. Venerable Archbishop Sheen, pray for us. Saint Pope John Paul II, pray for us. Our Lady of Good Remedy, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Well, as always, my friends, you know, we've for as long as I've been doing this program, and I've been doing this program for many, many, many years now, quarter of a century. <laughs> it was a long time. Uh, 
it's been a long time, uh, 25 years uh, here. And, you know, I've had uh, so many interesting uh, ups and downs, you know, along the way. You know, started out doing this program back in 1995, kind of filling in for a friend who was doing a program down on uh, in, in Camden, New Jersey, on uh, one of the stations down there, and then went on uh, to continue on another station over in Bucks County, and then have been here on the Domestic Church uh, network of stations uh, since uh, 2005. Uh, so... <laughs> Anyway, it's been it's been a lovely journey, I must say. Well, I do get a little tired every now and then. You can't see it on camera, but where I'm sitting uh, in the studio, right in the corner, right over there, is uh, for my 65th birthday last December, I bought myself a little reclining easy chair <laughs> here in the studio. Because sometimes mid-afternoon before the program, I, I get a little tired, so I go over there and rest my eyes a little bit. <laughs> and just call me Grandpa. Which, by the way, we're going to talk about today because Sunday, this past Sunday, which was the 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time, was July 26th. And traditionally that day, it's always overridden if it falls on a Sunday, but traditionally uh, July 26th is celebrated as the feast day of Saints Anne and Joachim, the grandparents of Jesus. And so uh, Holy Father gave a lovely little um, uh, um, exhortation to young people on Sunday about reaching out to their elderly family members and their grandparents. We'll talk about that. First, I want to, again, talk about the the prayer card, this beautiful prayer for the United States of America, which we have um, put onto a 4 by 6 postcard. If you're watching on the video, I'm going to hold it up to the camera there. You can see it. Uh, It's a lovely card, laminated um, with that prayer, and I I ordered 5,000 of them. And so, you know, this uh, this came and this came to me in prayer. I was in the in our chapel here in front of the tabernacle a few weeks ago, and I, uh, you know, the, the wonderful conversations I have with the Lord on a regular basis. Um, I said, Lord, I think we have to do something for prayer here to pray for the country. I'm I'm starting to get a little concerned here, and it was placed on my heart. He said, Find a prayer, uh, and I'll lead you there. And and I was led to this particular prayer, and 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 just go ahead and order them. You know, we'll. we'll uh, the, the money will come to pay for them, I, so, you know, and uh, I trust the Lord's word. And we're sending them out. Uh, all you have to do is ask, you know, and we'll be happy to get them out to you. As I said, my sister Janet and her lovely granddaughter, uh, Elizabeth, they were here today and they were stuffing envelopes and addressing and stamping. And we have a whole stack. I actually, actually, we put a stack in the mail already prior to today. And today there was even more. Um, so we want to get them out to you. Um, they're free. We don't charge you for them, and uh, we even pick up the postage. So go to our website, domesticchurchmedia.org, and when you go to that our main page there, domesticchurchmedia.org, up on the top, one of the options is prayer. Just um, place your cursor over the word prayer, and a little drop-down menu drops down, and the first option to select is prayer for the United States of America. Click on that. And it takes you right to the page where you just fill in your name, your address, and how many you want. And we get them out to you. And then you can pray and pass them out. You know, get other people to pray this prayer. As I said, as I, I was going uh, um, outside for a moment there, and I passed our little credenza by our front door where Janet and Elizabeth left the envelopes stacked high. high sta- large uh, stack of envelopes out there 
filled with prayer. And so I get excited about that because they're going to be going out and people will be praying and it's going to be great. And uh, we're going to turn this country back over to, to our, our Lord through our, our Lady's Immaculate Hands. And that's what we need. We need that now more than ever. As I said, I was watching earlier today, and I think it's still on. They've been going for hours. The uh, Congress uh, hearing, uh, questioning Attorney General uh, William Barr. And uh, some of those people are just so rude. <laughs> just so... I, I would never survive in politics, you know, if I ever, and I, well, there was one, one point in my life where I, I was considering getting into politics early, 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 like maybe right out of college, looking because I needed something to do. I needed a job. <laughs> How about politics? That looks easy. Um, but I wouldn't survive because I, I can't hold my, I can't, I, I'm not very diplomatic. <laughs> so anyway, we've got to pray because our country is, you know, and this whole, this whole pandemic thing. Uh, you know, it, it, there's we're not denying it exists. It exists. It's very serious. People have died from it, and, and God rest their souls, and people getting sick from it. Um, but so all that's real. But I do believe that the devil is using that as a tool to divide. I really believe that. Just look at look at how divided we are. Um. In some cases, necessary division because you have to be separated and you know, in certain ways. But people are angry. Who's wearing the masks? Who's not wearing the masks? You know, you hear about parishioners and parishes where people aren't abiding by the regulations and the, the guidelines. And like I said, Cheryl and I, we you know, I don't like wearing them. I don't like wearing the mask at all, but I wear it as required. You know, if if a place an establishment requires a mask, I'll put it on. I don't like it. But I'll certainly put it on if, if, if it's required. In a situation where it is required, I'll wear it. Um, but we know it's dividing people. It's, and, and then we see the, the social unrest throughout the country. I mean, Portland, Oregon, my goodness, for over 60 nights in a row, it looks it is a war zone, what they show on TV anyway. Um, those are not peaceful protests. Um, and I think it's getting way beyond the political you know, I you know I tr- I try to stay away from that. We're not a political organization. We're not here to talk politics. Uh, we're not here to promote any particular uh, politician or candidate. You know, that's our job is to proclaim the gospel. And I always say, a well-formed Catholic conscience will always make the right decision, whether it be politics or or other social issues. You know, but first we have to form the conscience. People have to know what our Lord brought in, in the fullness of truth. And see, that's our responsibility. And that's why even I even get uh, disturbed when I see, you know, division within the church itself over things. But I do, I do believe that there is very strong diabolical activity in our country right now, uh, I think it's becoming manifest and, and more evident. I, I think this pandemic is, although not the devil may not have been at the source of it, but I think the devil is certainly using it and using the pandemic as a tool to pit one against the other in any situation, whether it be uh, politically or 
uh, even within families, you know. Um, You have to see the the diabolical activity within the social unrest in our country with the anger, the suspicion, uh, the manipulation of certain issues and, and individuals and people. Uh, it just it, it it's getting to the point now with the heat <laughs> on top of that, as I said, people are just about ready to explode, aren't they? And I think Father Jeff, when God rest, God bless him, Father Jeff, when he was with us on uh, on, on Friday, Father Jeff Kegley, um, we asked him, you know, just as far as dealing with this type of thing. And he said, just go to the word of God. Now, our world has seen things like this before. Now, we've never really had anything like this in our lifetime. Most of us alive right now, we've never had to experience. And I lived through the 60s, and I, I don't think the 60s were as bad as this. But then again, I was very young. Not very young. I was in I was early teens in 1968. And, uh, you know, I remember the assassinations, and I remember. But I remember playing baseball and having fun with my friends, too. I, I don't remember. A lot of it, but now all of this unrest and this uh, confusion, and of course the the illness and and the death and the and the people getting sick and and it just seems that uh, you know we need to again get on our knees in prayer. We need I, Bruce said it, and Chris Bruce will be back next Monday. Bruce Tobacco with Come to the Throne said we need prayer. We need to pray. And as I said the other day, you know, I'd like to see through these prayer cards that we're offering to you for free that we start to create this one enormous domestic church media prayer cell, that we're all praying this prayer. We're going to our Blessed Mother under the title of the Immaculate Conception. We're giving her our country and asking her then to present the country to her son for protection, for guidance, for leadership, uh, for safety, for peace for health, prosperity, security, but especially to return to God. A lot of what we see happening in our world today is due to the fact that people have eliminated God. I was watching one of the programs last night, you know, uh, that I watch, one of the, 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 you know, cable shows, and... um, they were talking about the statistics of um, children growing up in homes without a father and how important a father figure is, how, how important a two-parent home is in the raising of a child, and especially boys. I think the, the, the uh, woman, the soci- either she was a sociologist or a psychologist, who was on the program, was saying like an enormously high percentage of men in prison came from fatherless homes. Uh, children being born out of wedlock, I think in, in uh, 1960, they said, was 5%. Now it's, it's uh, 40%. Um, the, so all of this, this, this inversion of the norm, you know, this breakdown of the family as God intended it to be, to the point uh, of where, you know, you could almost be accused of hate speech if you speak out against the abnormality of a two-same-sex parent, uh, you know, adoption situation. I mean, 
it just has gotten to the point where we, we have to just just go to God and say, Lord, this has gotten way, way, way out of control here. We, you know, we can do what we can do, but we need you, Lord Jesus. We need you. And Blessed Mother, we ask you, please, to take our country, to take our families, to take our married couples, to, 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 to and, 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 through the, 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 the grace of your immaculate hands, present them to your son and heal us. Heal us in every way that we need to be healed. The pandemic, I think, is, a, is an example of the illness that we, moral illness that we see in our country. The, the lack of faith, those who, you know, are, create their own uh, belief system, their own faith, their own religion, their own God. And that's what's happening. So, all of that being said, I'm encouraging you, go to our website, domesticchurchmedia.org, and up on the top, there's a word that says prayer. Scroll your uh, cursor over prayer. A little drop-down menu will, will drop down, and you can... Uh, Click on the first option that is prayer for the United States of America. It takes you to the page where you can fill out your name, your address, and how many you want. And we don't have any limit on them. You know, we'll send you what you want. But promise us you'll pass them out. You'll get people praying. You'll get a little prayer, you know, a little Zoom prayer group if you have to, if you don't want to get together with uh, friends. You know, where you can sit, you can socially distance yourselves in a backyard with lawn chairs or on a porch or something and pray. But I, I think right now I'm feeling that, you know, as a church, especially as Catholics, we have the power of prayer. We have the power to be able to make a difference through that prayer. And we have to pray more. You know, we've, we've all been kind of disillusioned, I think, by uh, our schedules being so... Um, distorted now with mass and you know i used to love going to daily mass here over at the cathedral in trenton and i i guess i should take a ride over there every time i call i just get a answering machine and i left a couple of messages no one ever called me back are they even having daily mass listen if anybody's listening or watching and they're having daily mass at the cathedral let me know because i i, I want to go back um you know, and I've gone to Mass, uh, weekend Mass now, and you know, I wear the mask, and you can't sing, and you receive communion after Mass. It just Everything is just seems out of order. And I think we're all getting a little bit frustrated with not just that, but everything as a whole. And understandably, some of it has to be done the way it's being done. I know, I know, I know. But how the devil is using and... Uh, inciting so many of us in, in, in various situations uh, where we're becoming splintered and divided, but we have to be united in prayer especially. So I think one of the great benefits that, you know, let's face it, and I'm just I'm saying this humbly, that we haven't changed anything here with the exception of adding more masses and adding more rosaries in our broadcast day. We've been here. We're always going to be here. And I'll get on the other topic here, our, our transmitter situation here at 1260. We still are flying on one engine. We're still waiting 
to get that transmitter, a new transmitter in. Uh, I have a couple irons in the fire, as they say, waiting to hear back from a, f- a few people to see what's going on. But a $38,000 transmitter doesn't just uh, pop into the transmitter room and put us back at full power. It's going to take, and it has taken a long time now. And I, I've gotten calls. I've driven the signal. I know it's not what it should be. If you're listening to 1260 AM, you know it's not the signal you're used to. So we're praying for that. We have a transmitter um, issue in Cape May that's now being repaired, I'm told. So we've had our struggles here. But you know, we are here. And whether you listen to the radio or listen to our streaming audio on our, our homepage at domesticchurchmedia.org or listen on our, our free mobile app or uh, the Amazon Echo or Google Home devices or uh, watch on YouTube, Facebook. We're there on video right now on our live stream, live video stream. Um, we're here. And we, I'm praying, are a place that you come to get away from all the other stuff. You know, we, we, we have to come together as the people of God, as disciples of Jesus Christ, in prayer, raise our hearts and minds to the Lord and ask for his protection, ask for his guidance, ask for his healing. Our country needs major, major healing. And it's kind of scary. You know, for me, and Cheryl and I, we laugh. We say, well, you know, I'm, I'm 65. Cheryl's a lot younger than I am. And, but I'm saying, you know, I'm 65. I'll, I'll be out of here 15, 20 years, maybe 30, 25 years, however long, Lord, long the Lord wants me here. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I have more time behind me than I have ahead of me here on this earth. But I think about my children, my grandchildren, and what, what type of a country will it be? I, I look to, you know, my, my father who fought in the Second World War, fought for our freedoms, fought, fought for all that we have here in this country. So many men and women over the course of our great history have put, uh, laid down their lives for those freedoms. What's happening? You see, the devil hates freedom. The devil hates freedom. He loves bondage, especially the bondage of sin. And we've seen a gradual moral decay in this country in so many areas of life. People become uh, bound by those sins and bound in, in, the, in the, the filth of those sins. And the devil loves that because they're no longer free. You know, we, we know that in our, even in our, on our currency where we say, in God we trust, the devil can't stand that. The devil can't stand when we sing God bless America. <laughs> you know, and he's been trying to infiltrate the, 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 the very fiber of this country for so long, from the very beginning. So we need these prayers, my friends. I know I went longer now than I had intended, but, you know, I always say when I come in here, uh, Lord, you know, I stop and say hello to the Lord in the, in the uh, chapel there. He's in the tabernacle and, and is, you know, give me your words, whatever you want. Lead me to where you want me to go. But I'm just asking you right now, my brothers and sisters, please, two things. Request your, your prayer cards. We want to send them out to you. We want you to pray this prayer. We want to create this wonderful domestic church media prayer cell praying for our country. And then, again, here we are at the end of July. We are uh, hoping to have our Radiothon 2020 in the fall. We have not picked the dates yet. Again, we're just kind of riding along here to see where we're going to be. Um, But, you know, the way things are going, it seems it's one thing after the other. 
uh, that distracts people. But we do need to come to you, and we do need to open up our hearts in our pleas to you and ask you to open your hearts to us to support us. Because, as I said, we've been here from, the, from throughout the whole thing. We never shut down. We never shut it in. <laughs> you know, we've been here for you 24-7 throughout the entire ordeal of this pandemic and the social unrest. And I pray it's a place that you can come. It's a haven for you, a haven of prayer and hope. But we have to continue to be here. It's hard to believe we're already, you know, just a few days away from August. And before you know it, we'll be playing our Christmas sets again here on, on the station. But we can't do any of that without you. Well, first of all, we're going to pray. So go to our website, domesticchurchmedia.org. Scroll over the prayer link there, a little drop-down menu. Click on prayer for the United States of America. Give us your name and address and how many cards you want. There's a four by six, nice laminated. If you're watching on our camera there, you can see there it is. Beautiful little prayer card. And uh, we want to get them out to you. I'm going to get as many as possible to get our domestic church media family praying for our country, especially as we get closer and closer and closer to the general election in November, that the Lord will put the people in these positions of leadership that are God-fearing individuals who will allow themselves to be led and guided by the Holy Spirit in how they govern this country to lead us down that path of, 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 of charity and hope and peace and, and love and prosperity and, and health and just to, to put us in the right place. So, all right, listen, I'm going to take a break. And then when I come back, uh, we're going to go a few things I have here. I, I didn't mean to go this long uh, in the first half, but that's okay. Uh, stay where you are, my brothers and sisters. There's more to come. I'll be right back. said, the key that opens the door to faith is prayer. Join St. Paul Street Evangelization by running a prayer station in the public square. You don't need to be a professional apologist or theologian. Just listen to the needs of the people you encounter. Offer encouragement, take prayer requests, and pray with people. Find out more and get involved today at streetevangelization.com. That's streetevangelization.com. Here is Mother Angelica speaking about Catholic Radio. There's six billion people, and we got to reach them all. It's people like you, radio stations like your own. And I hope sincerely that people will support you because we need Catholic Radio. We need Catholic television. And if we don't have it, we shall answer to God for that because we are bound by our baptism to spread the good word. We're bound by that. Won't you help us spread the good word by praying for us and by making a tax-deductible gift payable to Domestic Church Media, 
P.O. Box 7509, Trenton, 08628. Or by going to our website, wfjs.org, and making a secure online donation using your Visa or MasterCard. Please contact us today. God love you. We need Catholic Radio. We are bound by our baptism to spread the good word. 60 Seconds with Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. The Eucharist is the greatest of all the sacraments because it contains in a substantial way the person of Christ who is the author of life. It is the one sacrament to which all of the other sacraments look. Imagine six arrows in a circle all pointing to a center. The center is the Eucharist. The six arrows are the other sacraments. The Eucharist is the sun around which the other sacraments revolve as planets. All the other sacraments share in its power, and they perfect themselves in the celebration of the Eucharist. It is a sacrament that is so sublime that human reason could never guess at it. Divine love is far deeper than we know. The people you know and trust are on EWTN. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Jim. And we invite you to join us every Friday at 4 p.m. for Friday Live. Two hours of talk, music, interesting, and informative interviews. We'll also have a reflection on Sunday's Gospel, Jim Hoffman's weekend weather forecast, and you'll have a chance to call in and play one of our fun game shows like Saint of the Day or Name That Catholic Tune. It all happens right here Friday at 4 p.m. That's Friday Live, proclaiming the joy of the Gospel, communicating hope, on these domestic church media stations. From Ambler to Avon-by-the-Sea. Burlington to Bradley Beach. From Yardley to Yardville. Bryn Athen to Brielle. Nishanik Station to Normandy Beach. Princeton to Pendell. Proclaiming the joy of the gospel on Domestic Church Catholic Radio. Welcome back, my friends, on this sweltering July 28th. Uh, hot out there. and <laughs> But you know what? Six months from now, it'll be J January 28th. It'll probably be 10 degrees. Although I shouldn't say that. You know, we've had some very, very mild winters the past couple of winters, haven't we? I don't think we've had any major or significant snow the past two years, which is fine by me. Fine by me. Uh, I like the cool, crisp air and... Uh, you know, without any snow or ice, that's that's perfecto in my mind. Uh, let's see, what are we doing here? Well, uh, I do have a couple things here that I wanted to share with you. We have um, over the weekend, as I said, uh, Sunday, this past Sunday, which was uh, the 26th of July, the 17th Sunday in ordinary time. But July 26th, when it doesn't fall on a Sunday is traditionally celebrated as the Feast of Saints Anne and Joachim, the parents of the Blessed Mother, which means uh, our Lord's grandparents. So 
always a special day, especially for grandparents. Uh, you know, ever since I became a grandparent uh, three and a half, almost four years ago, um, I've invoked St. Anne and St. Joachim often as, grand, as you know, patrons, uh, being a grandparent. A Holy Father talked a little bit about that on uh, Sunday in his Angelus message, uh, telling young people to send a hug to the elderly. So let me share a little bit of that with you. And then he also, in his Angelus, uh, did uh, reflect and teach a little bit on the um, gospel of the day. And he, he talked about becoming restless seekers of the kingdom of God. And I think that's part of what maybe we're all feeling without really uh, fully uh, comprehending that uh, all the time. I think it's in us. We believe it. We know it. We feel it. We want it. That is seeking the kingdom of heaven. Um, But, you know, we're called to build up the kingdom of heaven here on earth. And right now we're finding that to be very difficult because of all the obstacles in our way. So uh, let's first start with Holy Father's little reflection on uh, the Feast of St. Anne and Joachim. He asked young people, he said, uh, to reach out to the elderly especially those in nursing homes, and to send a message of encouragement amid the loneliness of the coronavirus pandemic. Now, we don't have anybody in our family uh, currently in a nursing home, uh, so I'm not really sure. I think I would assume that, especially here in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, that the restrictions still apply as regarding visitations and who can be allowed. And I think, I don't know, uh, but we, of course we've heard the horror stories of both states, uh, New York as well, of all the deaths that the majority of deaths, I, I believe, if I'm quoting correct statistics, in New York, in New Jersey, in Pennsylvania, the majority of deaths were in nursing homes, sadly. Uh, of course, the elderly seem to have been and seem to be the most vulnerable victims of this coronavirus because of the, the age and the other physical um ailments that may accompany, you know, old age. And so the virus attacked that and the weakness of the immunity system, et cetera. Um, And I guess I'm in that category. They say 65 or older, so I guess I'm in that category as well. Um, But it must be very, very difficult. And any of you listening or watching who have family members in that situation, it must be very, very difficult. And I know we have people who listen in nursing homes, um, so Holy Father encouraged young people to reach out and send messages of encouragement uh, amid this, this pandemic and the loneliness uh, that it's creating for some of these people. He said, in the memory of Saints Joachim and Anne, the grandparents of Jesus, I would like to invite young people to make a gesture of tenderness toward the elderly, especially the most lonely ones in homes and residences, who have not seen their loved ones for many months, and I know I and Cheryl and I talk about it all the time. You know, we we you know we have our two little grandchildren, Charlotte and Jack. Charlotte is three and a half. Jack is one and a half. We have another little baby due, a grandchild uh, due in October. Um, our son and daughter-in-law. This will be their third, and uh, we haven't really we saw our grandchildren once since March. And that was here. 
at the radio station out. We have a, a very large parking lot, and uh, we all socially distanced and wore masks, etc. cetera. Uh, my daughter-in-law is most concerned, and I, I, we don't blame her. We certainly understand this. Uh, being pregnant, um, you know, being extra cautious, and we understand all that, and we, 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 we respect that. But it is very, very, very difficult being so close and yet being so far. Uh, we certainly we do the FaceTime, you know, we, we send little treats and packages in the mail and things. And, um, but there's nothing like just up close and personal with these little beautiful little children. And so we, we see that, you know, there, there's um, not seeing them. And I'm sure many of you I'm speaking to right now watching, you're in the same situation. Uh, that's a sacrifice, right? That's a that's a, a difficult thing. Um, so, especially then for those who can't even do that, right? The elderly in the nursing homes. Holy Father said, you know, go go do something. Send a, a visual, you know, virtual message. But he said, uh, each of these elderly people are your grandparents. Don't leave them alone. They are your roots. They are your roots. You know, one thing I I remember when I was growing up, and I really only knew my paternal grandfather, um, my dad's mother passed away. I was only a year, a year old uh, when she passed. I don't remember her at all. Uh, my mother's father died when she, when my mother was 10, so obviously didn't know him. And my mother's mother, uh, was in a nursing home, uh, you know, when I was six, seven years old. So I don't really remember her much at all. She was with us a little bit, but but my grandfather, uh, my Manfredonia grandfather, I do remember um, because I think I was his favorite. <laughs> he used to, when he'd come to our house, he lived up in Weehawken, you know, up in, up in North Jersey there. And he would take literally take a bus to Manhattan and then take a bus from Manhattan to where we lived in the Somerset area. And I remember on Sundays, and he would see me walking down the street, you know, from the bus stop down our street carrying a brown bag, and that brown bag was always filled with bazooka bubblegum. <laughs> he brought us all bubblegum, which explains our teeth. Uh, and then uh, he smoked, heavy smoker. And in those days, people didn't mind people smoking in the house, so you always knew when Grandpa was there because the house smelled like smoke. No one else smoked. But he, uh, and sad thing is, he actually had cancer uh, when he was younger from smoking, where they had a literally cut out his voice box, but he still smoked after that. This is how addictive this is and how people just... Anyway, but he spoke with a whisper, you know, and he would say, Jimmy, here's a dollar for you. He'd, say, he'd like stuff a dollar in my hand. <laughs> just give me little, 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 uh, little uh, dollar, regular dollar bills, you know. So I don't remember, but I often wish, you know, I we had had more time to find out, because as Holy Father said, you know, our grandparents are our roots. You know, I know that my grand th- three of my four grandparents were were were, uh, were born in Europe, Italy. Actually, my yeah, in, in in Europe, Italy. On the way over, my grandfather was in France. He was born in France, but they were on their way integrating here. Um, but all Italian, obviously. And you wish you would find out more about them because they're really, you know, as, as Holy Father said, there are there are roots. We really should spend time if you have the opportunity to to, to spend time with your grandparents and talk with them. And and I remember when I was uh, in in college, um, 
uh, I used to play the banjo and sing with a buddy of mine, my, my pal. And uh, we'd go and we'd entertain in nursing homes. And these people's faces would light up. We'd walk in and we had our instruments and we'd sing the songs of their time, you know, the, the songs from the 1920s and the, the, the uh, you know, Tin Pan Alley days. And they would sing and they knew all the words and their eyes would light up and they were so happy because it was uh, just a, uh, bringing them back to their own younger days, you know. And we have an enormous obligation towards the elderly. And I, I don't think of myself as being in that category, but I, as I said, I, at, at 65, I guess I, I am. Um, but uh, we have an enormous responsibility to them. And this is what Holy Father is saying when he says, don't leave them alone. They're your roots, speaking about uh, the older people. And the Holy Father suggested that young people can use the inventiveness of love to send a hug he said, to, a, to an elderly person in their community by making a phone call or a video call. Send a card. Make a visit if, you're, you know, if, if they allow, if you can make it safely. Um, and then he talked about St. Anne and St. Joachim and the liturgical feast that normally is celebrated on July 26th. He said that their memorial, being Anne and Joachim, is an opportunity to, to give grandparents a big round of applause. Connection with one's roots is important. He said, and he quoted from an Argentine poet, um, Francisco Luis Bernades, who wrote, The blossom of a tree comes from what it has underground. And using that, you know, analogy that our, you know, who we are really comes from who our grandparents are or and our upbringing. And I remember my, my dad saying to me, my father saying to me, uh, one time when I was on the floor playing with my kids, he said, uh, you're a better father than I was. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, because you get on the floor and play with your kids. I never really did that with you guys. And he said, but my father never did it with us either, he said. And I said, yeah, but, you know, it doesn't make you a better father necessarily. It was the time, you know. And I see my son now with his two little children, and they just adore him, you know, because he's the same thing. You get on the floor, you play with him. I said, the most precious times I had were those times with my my kids on the floor when they were little, just playing. I'd come from work, we'd have dinner, and then we'd get on for the next, I'd say, an hour and a half, two hours, just playing, playing, playing. We had little little, little figures and little guys and just make up stories. And um, it's just all part of, you know, that, that family unit that is so important in the upbringing of children. And grandparents are a major part of that as well. But we do that now with our grandchildren. When we're with them, and please, God, end this thing soon so we can, we can all be with our families again, right? Uh, and then the Holy Father went on with his Angelus message, um, and he talked about becoming restless seekers of the kingdom of God. And I love that because, you know, really that's what we're all called to do here on earth is to build up that kingdom and seeking the kingdom of God, seek God's kingdom first, Jesus said, right? The Holy Father said we're called to become healthily restless seekers of the kingdom of heaven. Uh, Reflecting on the parables of the treasure uh, hidden in the field and the pearl of great price uh, that were in our gospel on Sunday, the Holy Father reflected on these two parables and... um, said those who, uh, those who find the precious items, that which is most dear to them, sell everything they have in order to obtain them. 
With these two similes, Holy Father said, Jesus proposes to involve us in the building of the kingdom of heaven, presenting one of its essential characteristics. Those two fully pledge themselves to the kingdom are those who are willing to stake everything. And I think that's part of, you know, our own uh, spiritual journey. You know, we go through this life and, and uh, you know, I, I, I look back over the course, especially over the past um, 15, 20 years in my Catholic radio journey, our Catholic radio journey that Cheryl's been with me and uh, where we were 20, 25 years ago, where we are today, where the Lord has brought us, what we've done, the sacrifices that were required. And I don't say that this was any doing of my own and through no merit, only by God's grace that you have that grace to say yes, to be willing to take the risks that are needed in uh, building up uh, the kingdom, so to speak, which is what we try to do here. Uh, again, I, 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 I do know it's only by the power of God and his grace that I was able and still am able to do what we do. You know, we started this apostolate with nothing. I mean, literally nothing. And there were times in the very beginning when we had nothing, nothing. I mean, nothing. <laughs> and we still don't know. We don't know. We're, we're certainly by any, we're, we're not uh, wealthy people by any means. We're just like you. We're, we're most of us, you know, what middle class and just do what you do. But the Lord guided us. And, and, you know, sometimes I would say, you want me to what? That's rather risky. <laughs> but you got to do what you got to do, right? And so Holy Father, in his reflection on the parables that our Lord told on Sunday, people who would sell everything just for that pearl of great price, don't we all do that for our faith? Don't we all say, you know, everything else aside, if it was not for my faith, I don't know where I would be today. We have found that pearl of great price. And Holy Father said that the decisive and radical decision to give up everything, to seek even more precious treasures, shows that the building of the kingdom requires not only the grace of God, but also the active willingness of the human person. I always think of, and I've used it many times because it was a wonderful reflection that was in uh, in conversation with God that is read on the Feast of the Epiphany, where Father Fernandez, who wrote those beautiful uh, reflections in talking about the three wise men, the three kings, that it must have been that there were others who saw that star of Bethlehem in addition to the three kings, but didn't want to take the chance or the risk to follow. And I, it made sense to me, you know. And it, not it was it may not have been. I'm you know was it visible to everybody? I don't know. Was it visible only to a few or only the three? 
most likely it was visible to a lot of people who said, man, I can't be bothered. <laughs> you know, it's, it's going to be a long journey. Where is it taking us? We're not sure. You say there's a king born. It's going to lead us there. I'm not really sure. I got a family to take care of. I got a job. You know, there, there are robbers out there in the middle of the desert. I don't really want to do, risk my life for that. You think of these three men who journeyed for a couple of years following that star, which led them to the greatest treasure they would ever encounter on this earth. And even in our own faith journey, my brothers and sisters, you know, we, we look back over the course, you know, and thanks be to God, most of us had these wonderful parents who uh, brought us into the church through the sacraments and ensured we went through our sacramental program. Other people, you know, your journey began later in life or in a different way, but the majority of us are cradle Catholics, I think. And those of us that are still practicing, meaning we're still working on it, we're still trying to get better. It, we had to, you know, we had to take some risks along the way. We had to make some sacrifices along the way. The journey's not over yet. We're still traveling. We're still uh, on the road to the Father's house. But when we get there, the treasure that awaits us, the treasure of heaven, the kingdom, and we can start building up here, too, along the way, can't we? Holy Father said we are called to assume the attitude of these gospel figures so that we, too, may become healthily restless seekers of the kingdom. As in the parables, this involves a cost. We must give up uh, worldly uh, sureties, such as covetousness for possessions, the thirst for profit and power, and thinking only of ourselves, which can hinder our search for the kingdom. Holy Father said, too often people lead mediocre and dull lives because they do not go in search of real treasure. Seeking after the kingdom of heaven, he said, on the other hand, is the very opposite of a dull life. It is a treasure that renews life every day and leads it to extend towards uh, wider horizons. Seekers after the kingdom have a creative and inquisitive heart, leading them to new paths for loving God, our neighbor, and ourselves. You know, when, when we first began this uh, apostolate and this apostolic work, uh, I, there were people who, you know, questioned my sanity. You're really going to do that? You're really going to... I mean, you have a good job, you're working for a Fortune 500 company, you have your 401k, you're making a decent salary, they're grooming you for upper management. You know, you could be you know, a, great, a great success doing that. But to, you know, to what end? When I was feeling the Lord pulling me away and saying, no, but that's not really, really where I want you to be. I need you for other things. And again... Only by God's grace in saying yes to that and understanding that there would be and there have been great risks taken, many sacrifices made on the part of my wife and my children especially along the way. 
And then I've learned to really, I used, I, I, we, you know, would say, and people would laugh at me, but I would say I would find some of the challenges very invigorating. The roller coaster ride I found very invigorating. Keep me going. You know, I'm always looking ahead. Okay, what, what's next? Where do you want me to go next, Lord? Come on, let, let, let's show me because I, 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 I want to do more. I, I don't, I don't want to sit back on my laurels. I have to keep moving forward here. That's why I'm still in that position. I'm still in that place. It's even at my age and even where we are. There's, oh, there's got to be more we're doing. I was on a, a conference call today. I can't really get into detail, but it was uh, something that I'm looking, okay, and the, could this be our next step? Um, so, you know, again, all as a, as a means of building up the kingdom here, using what we have, what God has given us, where he's placed us, the people who we know, who come into our lives. Let's build up this kingdom. You know, all around us we see it, the, the, the world is falling apart, collapsing in itself, on itself. We're called to build up the kingdom of heaven here on earth, to give people that, that, that hope that they need, to seek, as Holy Father said, to be restless seekers of that kingdom, to understand that the world offers nothing. It's going to turn to dust. But seeking the kingdom brings us eternal life. All righty. Hey, listen, stay cool. Go run through the sprinkler tonight. You know, put it up in the backyard there, run tiptoe through it. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow, God willing. Thank you for being a part of my day. Uh, my name is Jim Manfredonia. God bless you and God love you. Trust in me.